That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, you will not be the only person on this podcast that hasn't done it. Hopefully, the podcast, however, will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my very good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hey, James, how's it going today? And have you done your weekly review? Yes, Jean, I am doing uh, pretty well. And yes, I did do my weekly review this morning. Very good. Um, me, on the other hand, I have done no such thing. I have, I'm just not having that kind of uh, week where I can get my brain uh, focused on productivity of any sort, really. And so that's me. But hopefully I'll I'll pick up and start the streak again next week. Absolutely. And uh, anybody who's listened to the podcast for any length of time know that I've been there myself, so I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> um, now, uh, our next thing we should talk about is the weekly to-do. Uh, let's have the band come in for a sec here. The weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. So, James, I have not only not done my weekly to do, I have forgotten what it was. That feels really bad. Oh, dear. Um, no, I'm going to look at how many focus right now, but. I, t I remember pretty much saying, like, I should do something that is is easier and fun. <laughs> so I remember you saying that, too. Um, there was there was doing, were they cards from that? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, the cards, I did that was one week. Um, let me just see if my OmniFocus. And, yes, I ended it. up having to add a tag called the weekly to do and omni focus yeah. because I'm totally doing that. I completely forgot. And then bef like right before we recorded a show, I had to go back and listen to the last week's podcast to figure <laughs> out what did I say I was going to do? And yeah. Yeah. Um, I just made a tag like that. I did not go back and listen, but um, I, uh, I will say, just following up on a previous weekly to-do, um, I think I'm getting a check from the bank uh, that, uh, you know, sent me a check back in 2017, according to them, and that I had not followed through with until uh, I made it a weekly <laughs> to-do a few weeks ago. Um, that was a, I was testing out a bank account with Simple Bank, and then it just never worked out, and I could not figure out how to get them to just close the account and send me my money back. And, and at one point they did it when I wasn't paying attention. And now, uh, I was like, okay, that's, that's one of the, the drawbacks of not paying attention. And, um, but following up with them, I've gotten some good, uh, uh, responsive emails or at least responsive notes in their app, uh, about this. And I think, that they might be sending me a check. So so that's good news. 
That is great. Yeah. Well, that I would consider that a highly successful weekly to do. Yes. <laughs> like very few of the ones on my list ever result in me getting a check <laughs> from anybody. <laughs> Usually they end up with me having to send somebody some money. Yeah. I mean, if it weren't my own dang money, I would feel more uh, celebratory. But uh, yeah, I'm glad, you know, I'm I'm grateful for our weekly to-do uh, ritual now. Um, I mean, it's that we have something that will at least one thing get moved forward so long as you remember it. Yes. But now I've made a tag, so I won't forget. And my weekly to do last week was to uh, do the kind of the the monthly changing of the cat's uh, water filter for oh, the right. drinking water fountain and give it a good scrubbing. And I did that like the very next day. So that's um, great. I, I felt all all accomplished all week. <laughs> <laughs> the cat water fountain. The photo that you uh, showed me was. Just adorable. Yes, so. it's up at uh, theweeklyreview.fm. It's on the it's on the website posted with the uh, with the episode. Yeah, oh, good. So now to dive into this week's episode on, um, I have been just had the, a week of like uh, I can't be motivated to do anything. Kind of week. Um, I mean, I'm I'm sort of holding down certain work things so that, you know, I don't just disappear off the map, but it's not like I'm, I'm whatever, you know, blazing new trails in, uh, in creativity and productivity this week. And I was feeling kind of bad about it, especially since we were doing a show today. And um, I, I didn't really have a good topic for it. So I, try to remember what am I supposed to do when I get to this point? Like, what are some of those like tips that I've, you know, appreciated in the past. And I remembered, Oh, you know, James and I did actually talk on this uh, podcast about the, the 15 styles of distorted thinking, which is a cognitive behavioral therapy tool, um, a list of, common traps that your mind can fall into when you're assessing reality and how those traps can prevent you from getting getting off your butt and getting things done, to be honest. And I, I said, oh, I should open that up because it actually has been a while since I've looked at that list. Um, we did that episode. It was episode 81 of the Weekly Review, November 1st, 2019. And uh, yeah, so it's been almost 30 episodes since we've talked about that list. And I, I suggested, let's pull out the list and see if there's some things here that are applicable and how they can be um, dealt with. So do you have your list out? Too? I do have my list of 15 styles of distorted thinking. Um, yes. Actually, yeah. What I also want to find, and I, I didn't pull it up, uh, didn't open it up before we started recording, is the uh, um, the 15 styles of distorted thinking with the answers for what you're supposed to do. When uh, those are, I mean, there's one here with the 15 styles of rational alternatives. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I found that. Okay. Now, I don't know if we ever linked to that. Um, 
but um, it, it is in what you had sent me originally. I don't know. If, yeah, it was if, like a. Uh, uh, well, we'll go ahead and, and link to these again. Maybe there's some listeners who did not listen to episode eighty-one. Um, but uh, yeah, so basically, this list is something I've worked with for almost a couple of decades. Um, it had been given to me as a handout on paper by uh, my therapist at the time. And I would just put it in my tickler file to remind me to check it every so often and see if I had fallen into one of these ruts. But, you know, among other things, I'm not really keeping a tickler file active right now either. Um, And what was interesting for me was pulling out the list and realizing like the things that I usually would say, oh, yeah, I'm having a problem with filtering, for example, which is taking all the negative details and magnifying them out of proportion, you know, while filtering out positive aspects of the situation. Um, or uh, something like, um, you know, being right, you know, that you you want to always uh, – Make sure that your opinions and actions are correct and being wrong is unthinkable and you'll go to any lengths of de- demonstrating your rightness. That was an old bugaboo for me, but not anymore. I think I'm, I'm, uh, more in control of that. At least if somebody tells me I'm not right, I don't answer them back. I just stew about it for a while and then decide, well, they're entitled to their opinion. <laughs> mm. Um, but this time reading it, uh, the, the one that jumped out as at me the most, which didn't used to, um, is number 10, which is called shoulds. You have a list of ironclad rules about how you and other people should act. People who break the rules anger you, and you feel guilty if you violate the rules. So I think I've had a lot of shoulds on my plate, uh, for, both for me and, you know, for other people and, you know, in the abstract. But for me, I have been feeling, you know, or at least judging myself that I have not done as much or been as productive or um, gotten, you know, old projects squared away in this time of being at home alone uh, in, you know, self-isolation and, um, I think I need to let myself off the hook for that and just say I'm I'm doing what I can. And so so that's helping. But also the shoulds about other people, which is like I wish everybody else had the exact same attitude as me <laughs> towards this <laughs> toward this crisis we're in and that I would never see people like gathering, you know, without masks and doing things you know, in the store, like the not self distancing from me. Um, I'm always, I mean, I don't like to go to the store. I hardly like going out where there will be other people because I know other people will not be um, maybe as meticulous as I am about, you know, worrying about the spread of disease. So I think I got to kind of let other people off the hook and, assume they also um, are doing the best that they can. So, so that's what I'm going to work on this week, you know, on a, on an, you know, internal mental uh, platform for myself. 
That sounds that sounds good. And um, yeah, for me, I looking through that list, there is also shoulds in there. That that's something, especially now. Uh, again, being home on my own, you kind of think, oh, I should be able to do this and that and the other thing, and then you don't, and then you feel guilty that you didn't do these things you should have done. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, like, and then, you know, you get up one day, at least for me, like the last couple of days has been like, well, I I, I did the things that I did, I didn't do the things that I didn't do, and let's just move on from here. Um, yeah. But some days it's easier to have that, uh, have that opinion or have that uh, uh, mindset than others. Some days you just, I find I get down on myself. I, um, I think I am not letting people who are not acting safely off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> they should uh. not be doing that, and that's period. <laughs> um, just like you know, I would not. I would, you know, I'm not going to. My way of dealing with that is to just avoid going out as much as possible, um, which then their behavior does not directly affect me. I mean, if you keep the things, you know, if, if things are wider spread than they would have been otherwise, then it can indirectly affect you. But Mm-hmm. The best I can do, the things that are in my kind of sphere of control is trying to keep myself safe. Um, yeah. So I try not to think about those people and get angry about it <laughs> because there's not really a lot I can do. You can go rage tweet on Twitter or something, but mm. that's not going to change anybody's mind. So there's no <laughs> real point in that. Um yeah. But yeah, I'd say the other thing is um looking at the list is a bit of overgeneralization. Yeah. Um which sometimes for me it's not so much uh it it's more kind of getting to a oh, what's the point of doing anything kind of. <laughs> kind yeah, of that place. would be an overgeneralization. <laughs> which is quite the overgeneralization. It's well, you know, things are kind of crappy in this way or that way, so why bother why bother doing anything? Uh, um, <laughs> but I get to that place. Um, again, usually not not while I'm recording a podcast or writing. Like publicly, I'd never get to that place because yeah. when I get to that place, you don't hear from me. <laughs> right. <laughs> because I'm like stewing in that. Uh, um, and then I, you know, I pop out of it. Um, it that, But that's something that, that hits me. Um, periodically, um, and and has forever. So it's not even necessarily brand new. Um, let's see. Well, another thing that hasn't you know had uh, has changed for me is uh, on the list number seven: control fallacies. Um, if you feel externally controlled, you see yourself as helpless, a victim of fate. The fallacy of internal control has you responsible for the pain and happiness of everyone around you. So I used to, you know, sort of gravitate to that notion of the fallacy of internal control, that I am responsible if people are happy 
uh, and the pain and happiness of everyone around you right now is no one. <laughs> so I don't uh, no. I I think uh, what has spoken to me this time is that if you feel externally controlled, you see yourself as helpless, a victim of fate. And I do feel kind of helpless and a victim of fate. Like, not, not, I don't know, just that, uh, you know, whatever I'm doing right now is um, not my choice. It mm-hmm. is being dictated from, you know, an outside situation. And when I don't do, you know, when I, when I'm not living, you know, a pre quarantine normal life, which I'm not right now, I feel like, yes, I'm, it's not my choice. And I don't know, actually, if it's a fallacy. (laughs) I don't know if it is distorted thinking. (laughs) There's absolutely, I mean, nobody uh, asked to have a pandemic show up. Um, And so, yeah, we are helpless in the sense that there's there's a situation in the world that didn't exist before that we really we had no control over it individually and we have no control really since neither of us know how to invent vaccines um Mm-mm. there's nothing direct we can do to to help um like make the problem go away and i was also as i was reading that i was thinking well i could feel Externally controlled also that, you know, in in this state we have a like we have a pretty stringent lockdown and we've been that way Mm -hmm. for for a long time. And I think in our county they just extended indefinitely, but now there are more stores we can do curbside pickup on. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's a little more open, but still pretty, pretty shut down. Um, But on the other hand, if I really wanted to. I could fly to a state that has open restaurants and open beaches and, you know, risk getting coronavirus. Um, yeah. But so there is, in a sense, I'm externally controlled, but there are things that if I really didn't want this, I could do something about it. Um, yeah. And so it at least helps me. It's not quite an illusion, but it's uh, like it does make me feel like it is my choice. And honestly, sticking at home as much as possible is uh, is my uh, it's my choice. I I'd prefer right. to do this than I really don't want to be sick. Yeah, yeah, or make anybody else sick. That's um, well, yes, that's true, and uh, you know. I mean, it's just so rare for me to look at the words helpless, a victim of fate, and say, oh, yeah, I I sort of relate to that. But uh, on the other hand, um, one of the things I've been doing the last you know month or so is listening to a lot of audiobooks. <laughs> and I've been going to primarily like the self-improvement uh, nonfiction category and listening to how your brain works, you know, and what you can do to help your brain work better and how, you know, to look at the world 
so that you don't feel helpless and a victim. And I think I could be doing more of that because, I mean, not to go completely, you know, metaphysical on this podcast, but the one thing, you know, that is in my control is how I react to a situation. And um, if I, I don't, um, I don't know, I don't need to feel helpless. I don't, I, I mean, I don't feel helpless, helpless. Like, you know, I feel actually, you know, pretty, things are going pretty well, considering we've been indoors mostly for the last two months or more. But uh, yeah, I think I could spend a little more time um, maybe just finding small uh, wins around the house mm-hmm. to feel like an agency, you know, of my own that yes, I can, you know, wouldn't it be awesome by the time we're more or less going out and about as we used to, to have gotten a few things taken care of around the house. As long as you don't turn those into shoulds. Right. (laughs) If you keep them as nice to haves, then maybe they don't bother you as much. Um, But I mean, I think the control issue is like, I always come back to that, um, that model of the kind of the circles of, of influence or circles of control. Um, Cause I think it is that good model that they're the things and your, your own responses are things you can control. But even outside of this, um, there's so much in the world. You just, you have absolutely no control over and mm-hmm. stuff happens that is bad for you. And you just, you have to deal with the stuff that you can control and, adjust and make the best of it which is net like it's always you know very easy to say that as a platitude on a podcast it never feels good in the moment at all um but again it's that reaction that you do have the control over um Mm -hmm. my reaction tends to be immediate outburst of emotion that then subsides and then hopefully i haven't acted (laughs) Usually I like to be emotional but not do anything um, and just get that out because that's usually the worst time to actually do something. Um, That's true. But but no, it's – we are – I mean we are kind of not in control of of this situation. Um, No, that's not at all in control of the situation. We would not have picked it. And we can't do anything about that. But uh, but we can focus on the things we do have control over. And that's probably where our focus should be because yeah. <laughs> other, there's not much you can do about the rest of it. No, that's true. Well, I feel like we have said our piece on uh, looking at distorted thinking and let's go ahead and wrap up this episode of the well there's one thing we need to do first oh what's that just we need to uh we need to commit to this coming week oh right we didn't do that i know that that's not in my notes (laughs) so it doesn't Ah. not in my notes doesn't happen um yes this coming weeks okay well i have an obvious one which is 
um, back up my MacBook Pro and upgrade to Catalina. And I know that's more than that's more than one to do. That's several steps, but it has to be done. And I would definitely want to have it done by next week. So that's what I'm putting on my list. Excellent. And the thing that needs to be on my list is, um, oh, I need to figure out what I'm doing for a remote somehow online version of Live Near WWDC 2020. Yes, that would be awesome. And uh, I will be happy to help out with that however I can. But uh, whatever you want to do, let's do it. Because I think that people would really like to have some kind of uh, some kind of event. I'm, I'm holding up, you know, air quotes. Absolutely. And now that we have WWDC, well, we have a start date. I don't think they've told us how long it is yet. Um, maybe it's four days. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's five. Who knows? Um, maybe it's one day where they just release all the content and lend you binge watch all week, like Netflix <laughs> model. We're not sure because um, details are not forthcoming. But um, I want to do something, and I need to figure out what that something is. So that is my weekly to-do. All right. Then we'll have a lot to talk about next week. Well, we will. I mean, I don't think we'll have to talk about my upgrade to Catalina. That should be <laughs> straightforward and also very much in the tradition of me upgrading right before they change the OS, but whatever. Yes, hopefully we don't have to talk about it at all because the only reason we would talk about it is that it went terribly wrong. <laughs> And we don't want, we really don't want that to happen. Nah. Well, folks, if you want to chime in with any, uh, any strategies you have for getting yourselves out of the uh, COVID-19 doldrums, let us know. You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at theweeklyreview. And you can email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you would rate or review this podcast. It really helps new listeners find us, and it makes us happy to know that you like us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you got to do You'll think about them all